All right, you guys. It is the final episode of 2020 for America's Hometown Horror. And just like we have been all year, we are brought to you by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Shine Through Window Cleaning, okay, is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves America's hometown and the surrounding area. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own, and they truly believe in building their reputation on every job they do. Get in touch today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs for the 2021 season, or maybe a seasonably warm day of 2020. We shall see. The next couple days. At 781-812-9189. That's 781-812-9189. Or at shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. That's shine, T-H-R-U, windowcleaning.com. Shine through window cleaning. Shine through. This is not an advertisement for shine through. Advertisement. I just want to say, you know who else is always there for you week in and week out? Otis. Us. (laughs) (laughs) We're literally there for you every week of the season. What do we miss? One episode? We did 51 episodes this year. We're always there for you. You need to be here for us. So keep listening. We have a page on YouTube now. So if you could kindly subscribe, we're slowly adding yes. episodes to that. And mash that bell, as you like to say. Mash that bell. <laughs> Be there for us. Bell. If you want this to continue on, start doing your part. Follow us, subscribe. All right, all Do right. Your part. Well said, Andrew. And let's fucking go. What is up? 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 What is up, Not folks? Much. Chicken butt. Hey, hope you all mm-hmm. had a Merry Christmas. Hope it was great. Hope Sandy Draws was wonderful to each and every person listening. If uh, Santa Claus does, in fact, visit your house. My name is Mike. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. And as always, I am joined by my fellow co-host, Catherine. Hi. And Andrew. I'm a bit somber. Somber? Did Krampus visit you? I'm worried that this isn't <laughs> going to be a happy new year. It's going to be happy same as last year type year. of year. Oh my gosh, don't even say that. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll see, but you never know. You never can't know. get any worse. It certainly can't. No. I mean, it could. It, it could, but that's, I, that's I would an like Irish to believe... thinking, like an Irish mindset. Is like, it, it, it could it, always be worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, glass half empty type mindset, but I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm, I'm hopeful that things will get better. Doesn't mean that they will, but uh, I guess we shall Stop see. Stop being hopeful, because every time I'm hopeful, mm-hmm. like it'll just be another three weeks. Yeah. yeah. It'll yeah. just be another six weeks. Yeah. It'll just be another six months. Yeah. Let's, uh, Guess let's... what? It's never ending. Hey, yes. I'm Charlie Baker. Let's just put our restaurant capacity down to 10% and see what happens. Oh, I'm so, have two people in there I'm so glad you decided to start bashing Charlie mm-hmm. Baker. Because well, I have one thing to let's, say. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, All right, one thing. We're not going to get too much. I'm not going to get into it too much, That's but not, it's very... This is not... Yeah. It's a very positive outlook, mm-hmm. and it's fuck Charlie Baker. Yeah. There you go. There okay. we go. Perfect. Well said. Well Fair. said. Fair you know, obviously, we have a lot of friends in the restaurant industry down here in Plymouth. Absolutely. A lot of people that support our show, so we hope that uh, everyone does well here. And, you know, just a reminder to go out and support your local... Places in Plymouth or wherever else you may live and are listening to this, if you guys are, uh, you know, shut down or at limited capacity, takeout and dine-in is always a great option for those people, especially, and gift cards, too. Restaurants, so, Can I just say one thing? Like gift cards. Yep. If you're going to go out to eat during this terrible time for people, one thing, don't go in right before they close. Mm. Second thing, <laughs> if the restaurant says you have to be out at 930, get the fuck out because that's not our rule. Right. That's Charlie Baker. So if you have yeah. a problem... Talk to him about it. Right. Yeah. Number three, 
don't tip less than 18%. I'm not even saying 20%. And I agree that some servers deserve You say this as a person a 5%. that works in the industry. I work in the industry. Yep. Some people deserve a 5 or maybe a 10% tip because they're terrible servers. But... Right now, when they're dealing just with Just give them 20% because they're not making anything. I would say other o- than tips. O- overtip if possible. And overtip if possible. If yeah. service is fantastic, feel free to overtip. Well, if the service sucks, just tip 18%. You're going out to eat. You would pay more for a delivery charge and you'd get cold food brought to your house. Yeah. No perfect example is what happened to you last night with that. That's where I was going with this. burger place Oh, thing. my God. Uber <laughs> Eats. Pull it together. What the fuck? Oh, your order's been delayed a half hour because it's more convenient for us to deliver the food to you when we choose to. Basically what it said. It said in order to give such great delivery rates, your order is being combined with other orders. So it's going to take longer, essentially. Mm -hmm. What that means to me is that my order was ready a half hour ago. The food I am now getting is colder than the two cans of Coke I ordered with it. (laughs) Because those cans of Coke have been giving off their... Yep. Coldness yep. to my hot burger. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm yep. sorry, but it Problem. drives me insane. Problem. Fuck off. No, I understand. You know what you do then to avoid that? Curbside pickup. Yep. Yeah. Find you a place that does curbside pickup and just don't get too fucked up that you can't drive to pick it up. Yeah. Or find exactly. someone that'll do it for you, just not a delivery driver. A good lesson for all, I think, and a good place to move into uh, yeah. the so episode support, for tonight. Support yeah. local, support local, shops, get takeout, breweries. get gift cards, do whatever you can, and, and you know, it's the end of the year. We'll get through this. Yes. Let's promote everybody: small business, restaurants, your local service people. Just be nice to each other. Yeah. No one needs to be dickheads. Yeah. And if you're going to be a dickhead, fuck off. Just you're the worst. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, just do it in your own head. Everyone's yeah, exactly. having a Everyone hard gets time. mad, and then you just explode to your friends, and that's bad revenue for that restaurant. If they do such a bad job, don't put it on social media. Just tell your friends. Just mm-hmm. well, I mean, you don't need to bash people you, in public because usually patience, you just look like a Karen. Though. I like, mean, there's so just, many new, there's so many new rules and restrictions. Like everyone's got to have a little bit of patience. I mean, people go in there expecting like top notch service for everything, and it's like. People are doing their best just to get you your food. The and problem like go is, you'd you think, you think that like, most people God. would understand that, but the unfortunate thing is that most people are morons and they don't right. understand that, and they act like assholes still, and they expect to be brought it's every, awful. In, also in their time frame and you know whatever. No, it's not even. It doesn't even have anything to do with that. What I'm referring to is the strict behavior of people inside a restaurant that is dealing with coronavirus that has to. Follow certain rules, right. and you refuse to follow those by rules. the state, right? Not even yeah. by you. Yeah. Guess what? Right. You yeah. can come in, be a dickhead, tip terribly, any other time you want. You're only yeah. hurting that particular place that you're. You're not even you're hurting, hurting that, that place. You're yeah. hurting yourself as a human because that just shows you that you're such an idiot. Like, if you have to go to the bathroom, put your fucking mask on and go to, to the go bathroom. to the bathroom. Because I don't want to tell the you. Rules. If yeah. it says you can only be there for an hour and a half. Don't make me tell you because it's going to affect my tip yeah. right. because then I look like a dickhead when I go, sorry, I can't give you another beer because you have to leave. Yeah, right. the, these these rules are coming from up on Mount High and not coming from the individual restaurants themselves. I think people need to take a step back. Yeah, and, people and have to realize that if the happens. restaurants don't follow yeah. these rules, they will shut them down. Right. Correct. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's not their fault. It's, don't it's, be a dick. Yeah. It's just the time that we're in and, you know, whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, Yeah. Rant over. Right? Yeah, all right. Buy whatever you can, especially going into the new year. So, hey, what's up, dudes? Not much. What's up with you? It's fantastic. Everybody's good. So, how was everybody's everybody's (laughs) Christmas? I know we're ready to be over with 2020, but um, I know 
seems like we all had a pretty decent Christmas, right? We all yep. exchanged some nice gifts that we all gave to each other. We took a picture of them, put them on, uh, put them on Instagram. And you know did a good job giving you, gifts. You like know a nice how, little something for us. You know how I know it was a good Christmas? How's that? I woke up on your couch with my legs. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, what the fuck happened? And I also went. You're like, oh, Merry Christmas. I also, shit, tasted, I my, I also tasted my mouth for a moment and I go. Where did I throw up? Yes. <laughs> and I didn't throw up. It was like a letter candy right? Christmas. No, yep. you didn't throw up. I, I didn't think, throw I up. So. I was still wondering this <laughs> till now. I could have spilled coffee all over the floor like yep. New Year's Eve the year before. There were no spills No on spills. I was actually amazed by the the, the, the the people that we had over. We all had red wine with dinner because it was cat made a lovely roast. And... Uh, not one person spilled red wine no. on anything. I was, I was absolutely fucking floored. I couldn't believe it. I thought for sure there were spill nothing. Yeah, everything was good. So You know what you were surprised by? Not that. You were surprised that I didn't spill red wine. Without giving out too much information, we were Just celebrating so uh, a nice occasion for a couple of our friends that night. They got engaged. Yeah, they got engaged. So congratulations to them. They know who they are. One of our guests. Yeah, Sage. one of our guests. <laughs> one of our guests. So uh, congratulations to them again. But, uh, Andrew, do you care to tell what you gave Catherine and I for Christmas? So, last minute shopping like I do. It was like the Wednesday before Christmas. It was at Target. Ooh, Target. Those are from Target? Yeah, Seth oh, yeah. needed to go to the game aisle because Christine wanted a game, a board game, for them to play. Right. He bought Jumanji, which I thought was, I'm like. I like it's Jumanji. 20, it's, it's 2020. I haven't played Jumanji. I wouldn't risk that shit. What if that shit came to life and it was <laughs> Jumanji? True. You know what was so True. funny? True. Sorry to interrupt. We were over there and I saw, I Jumanji, saw Jumanji on the yep. table. Yep, and I, I was too. like, oh, let's play Jumanji. I wonder <laughs> if anybody played it. I don't but, know. <laughs> so when I was in the game aisle, I already bought the lovely gift that we're going to showcase on our Instagram for our new, our new chairs. Yes. So you guys don't have to hear that. Squeaky, sweet, squeaky sweet, bar stools sweet. in the background. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, well, let's buy a couple games because I know I'll get to play them. Or I'll get to look at them and go, I don't know how you play this fucking game. But it's cool. Board game let's take it me. all out and say, yeah, this mm-hmm. is too complicated. So I got Cat. I got Cat. <laughs> um, Hocus Pocus. Uh, yes. I was just going to ask you what the name of that terrible <laughs> movie was. And, I, and you cut me off before I could say Hocus it. Hocus Sorry. Pocus. Yep. They're making another one. So yep. maybe... We'll play that game before the new one comes out, or we'll burn it. That's what I was hoping mm, for. Okay. And then I couldn't help. If you've ever seen Mike during the pandemic, you know that he has a certain neck gaiter on, and every time you see it, it's the uh, carpet from The Shining. Yep. So, and I also know Mike, so I know that he loves The Shining, as do I, because it's a fantastic movie. And there's the board game, The Shining. And I went, well... Duh. It was this was like kismet. It was like I got there and I was like the first two things I was like hocus pocus, the shiny, and then I was like wondering if you guys had retrained my brain to find things that you guys both like <laughs> and be like you will buy these for us. You will buy these. <laughs> we'll do a podcast on. Who knows? Yeah. Next next week I might be buying Cat a pair of velour fucking sweatpants. Yeah, no, yes, we shall have see. Those. We shall see. But yeah, thank you again for those gifts. I cannot wait to try to play them. I hope that my brain capacity is large enough to be able to play these games because uh, as I've discovered with other horror games that I've purchased over the last year, They're some of them are a little hard to play. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, I don't like board games. 
also, I happen to get us a little collector's item that's an exclusive from FYE, uh, Krampus on the Mantle. There's still FYE out there? Yes, there are. That's funny. I Yeah, and Krampus on, the, that, Krampus on the Mantle is sold exclusively through FYE, which is, is where I got tree? it. I just ordered it on their website, oh, and it was, was shipped saying, to the I think house. This one is yeah. So I technically got that for uh, for all of us, you know, as a commemorative item because it was our first episode. But uh, you know, I don't know where we'll put it next year, come Christmas time. I don't even know if we should just. Leave We're going to put box. it next to our trophies of best horror. Podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's not Christmas exactly. in a box. Ever. Yeah, and then yeah, everything else was good though. Krampus Christmas, Christmas was good. Box. Catherine got me a record player, so I'm I'm starting a record collection. If anyone wants, to I hope she got you one record records. in particular. She did. Hot fuss. No, no, that's the one it should be. I, should, I almost, I almost uh, did. I so did, yeah. They, 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 I'm sure they have that at Newbury Comics, which I'll be visiting frequently. So. That's still a store. Yes, it sure it's is. In the Kingston Collection. People well, still buy CDs and DVDs, or just bobbleheads. Uh, toy. No, it's so the, noob, the noobs in Kingston has uh, toys, CDs, noobs. DVDs, vinyl posters, Can I T-shirts. Say, I get very disappointed anytime I'm in a new car and they don't have a CD player because mm. I'm a CD person. I want to listen start to finish the entire CD because you know the songs by the numbers of that CD. Like, song seven's the best. I yeah. was going to say, I'm like, I can't even burn a CD on my Mac anymore because there's no CD drive yeah. in it. Really? Really. Well, I think it's a great... I can upstairs on my desktop that's ancient. You know what has some CD burning? That has no CD is, uh, burning. Is this movie that we're about to talk about tonight. There's some CD burning that plays into the, uh, the plot. The yeah, it plot gets a little line. sinister, but that's all right. Yeah, so we'll... Uh, We'll get into that. Obviously, our movie tonight is Spiral, which, if you haven't heard of that, is a uh, 2020 release that is ex- exclusively on Shutter. So it's uh, flown a little bit under the radar, but we'll get into it. This is the type of movie I feel like should have had a wider release. But before we get into that, uh, Kat and I do have a couple things that we want to talk about that we watched yes. uh, since we last recorded. Andrew, uh, what was the movie that you said you watched recently? The George Clooney one, the apocalyptic one? I think it was one. called The Midnight Sun. Terrible? All right. Decent premise. The little girl is adorable. Mm-hmm. That's in it. Like, she's... Everyone leaves Earth, and there's, like, one astronomer that stays in, like, the Arctic Circle yep. to track all these people going off to find other planets to inhabit. Mm-hmm. And um, he was an astronomer, so when he was younger, like, it leads back to, like, times, like, like 30 years before, when he had this certain planet that was, like, a, a, a moon of Saturn or Jupiter or some dumb shit. You've already lost me. This sounds way too complicated. But keep going. <laughs> it's really not that. Like, yeah. if you've ever seen that Interstellar, which you haven't, because mm-hmm. I know that. Yep. Which is a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. But this movie, so that's the premise. He also has some sort of sickness they don't get into it. They don't really explain what it is, I don't think, unless I wasn't paying attention because that's very possible because this movie was boring and it lost me. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's const- If he doesn't have a blood transfusion every week, he'll die. So he has to have some sort of... Wow. So he's alone on in the Arctic Circle monitoring all these ships, mm-hmm. see if they find a place to go. Yep. And um, at some point, reception cuts out. They can't contact any of these... Satellites are these people that are going to the other planets because he's trying to warn one group of people that this planet is, don't go there. You'll yep. die or okay. whatever. sure, sure. He can't get reception, so he's like, there's a uh, weather station. Like, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what it is, but the map, it looks like it's like 20 to 30 miles away. 
in the Arctic Circle. Are we doing a podcast? It's on this? fucking freezing. No, it's, it's. I'm getting to the point that it's in the Arctic Circle, and you're outside for a very long period of time, and it's freezing, and you can't breathe the air that's out there because of our destruction of the planet. Yeah, it's a little on the woke side sure. too. So that's fine. I so, watched the 100. Like they have I to stop it. in certain places, and they're outside in the Arctic Circle where it's fucking freezing. And he decides to stop at some place on the way, and he's trying to find something, and the ice cracks, and he falls in the water, mm. and he's dead. Oh, no, no, no. He's not dead. Even though he fell in the water in the Arctic Circle and still has to travel another 10 miles, he puts on a new jacket, and someone, the little girl, helps him get there, and he doesn't have hypothermia. He doesn't die. He just keeps going. What's the name of this movie again? The Midnight Sun. Motherfucker, you fell in the ocean in the Arctic Circle. Mm. You got out of the ice. But he's George Clooney. You had enough, no fire. So you no, know he's not. There was no he's fire. You didn't yeah. dry your clothes. She put a jacket on you. So uh, And you were still alive. Uh, even though you're someone that's having blood transfusions every week. Safe so to say you, it sounds like, like it? you would not recommend this movie. I would not movie. recommend it. It's highly unrealistic. I okay. kind of want to watch it now. <laughs> you need to watch it for that one I part. Because after that I go, well, how is he alive? How mad are like, you? You just so fell in the Arctic Ocean, <laughs> changed your fucking <laughs> jacket, and you're still alive. Yeah. Walking through, it's not like you're in some warm fucking sauna afterwards. Yeah. You're still sauna. in the Arctic. Sauna. Like sauna. Sauna. You're still in the Arctic. Yeah, that sounds a little bit ridiculous, but yeah. and hey, most George, movies are. And you're having most blood transfusions are. every most week. Movies I'm sorry, are. that bothered me. How thoroughly. does he have blood transfusions I, in the Arctic? I don't know. We'll, oh, it's a very nice we'll watch the movie and find out. Yeah. You're not going to watch the movie. I said don't watch it. Don't I watch it. I don't want to watch it because I want to see how bad it is. All right. Well, a couple of things that I think we both could recommend that we watched since the last time we recorded. One thing, Andrew, you'll be interested to hear, was the Creep Show Christmas special on Shudder. First off, I'm very upset by that because I asked you. We watched it last night. We watched it last night. So, do you, uh, Catherine, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, it was really fun. It was a fun, like, thing to watch. I, uh, forget what it was about, to be honest. Good, because if you spoil it, I'll kill you. It was absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> but I loved every second but of it. Can it you, was great. Can you run through... So basically, wait, wait, we, we... Wait, don't, don't spoil it. I won't it, spoil it, but it what basically... about? I won't spoil it, but basically... So we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show, and the premise of it is that there's a guy who essentially comes to find out that he thinks he might be a werewolf and oh. he gets referred to See, a support group called Shapeshifters Anonymous. Can we just Anonymous. talk about what a fantastic idea that it's is? So yeah, cool. it's great. Like, it's, so it's a cool unique, idea. It's so a original. very cool idea. And that's the name of the episode. It's called Shapeshifters Anonymous and he it's goes great. to the support group and there's about four or five other people that turn into different types of... Uh, I forget the exact term they I use, but essentially even... wear people with different animals. So there's not just werewolves, there's other things. There. I wouldn't even go I won't. any further. Than I won't. That. And there's essentially a they are they are mm-hmm. they are at this support group and they get attacked I by a go... group. No, I it's in the trailer. In... They get attacked I... by a group of murderous Santa Claus people. And it's them defending themselves against these Santa Claus people, and the premise was so stupid. It's amazing. I loved it. It was so fun. Would you and compare so great. the premise to The Void? Uh, no, it was way less serious than The Void. The Void, like I feel like, is taking itself one hundred percent serious as a horror movie, and I love The Void. Talk about ritualistic uh, horror. That might be a movie we want to talk about next year. To be honest with you, and I Kill List, fucking movie. That's Kill List, another one. Yep. Okay, sure. But uh, I would highly recommend the Creep Show Christmas special. I thought it was yeah. great. And, and was Andrew, awesome. you should. I'm going to watch, watch it. it. The other thing, not so recent, I mean, kind of recent, came out in 2018, and it had been on my uh, Shudder 
like next to watch list for a while, and I just never had watched it. And Cat last night was like, "Let's just do it. Let's watch it." Oh, you guys watched two yeah. movies last night. Summer mm-hmm. of '84. Yes, I've seen that on the thing. I the Creepshow wasn't really a movie though. Loved it. It was it was an hour long episode of the Creepshow TV series yeah. that was a Christmas special. So it's a TV show. But then yeah, we watched Summer of '84. We watched Summer of '84 last night, which basically is uh, it's kind of a Stranger Things ripoff where it's four and kids in 1984 during a summer, like the American Horror Story season too. Yeah, I think it had a lot like that kind of too. Uh, no? I didn't think so. I didn't think so. It's more Stranger but Things, but it's four it's it four teenage kids in 1984 that there is a serial killer in the on the loose. Uh, in their county in Oregon, and basically one of the kids, who's a conspiracy theorist, thinks that he knows who this serial killer is, so him and his friends start spying on this one person, and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like an 80s version of like a rear window type thing, Ooh. where they're like, like really he's constantly looking out the window and binoculars, and there's all kinds of shit going on, you don't know if it's this person or if it's somebody else, very twisty, very turny. Uh, I loved it. It hits you right in the nostalgia feels with all the 80s shit. I'm glad that you referenced Rear Window and not that stupid Shia LaBeouf. Oh, God. No, fuck off with with, with Disturbia. Oh, God, no. I never saw it. No, I haven't seen that in so long. No, thanks. I remember seeing that in the Um, But yeah, somehow, (laughs) if if somehow, like me, uh, the summer of 84 has flown under your radar and you have Shudder, I couldn't recommend watching it any higher. I loved it. And uh, like... You may consider this to be a spoiler, so tune out for 10 seconds. The ending was way darker than I ever anticipated that it really? was going to be. Yeah, the ending was yep. good. The ending was, check that was out. very yeah. dark. Summer of 84. Summer yes. of 84 on Shutter. Yep, I, I do not yeah. recommend it more highly. Um, I do have one question. Michael, yep. can you please pronounce Oregon? Oregon. Oregon, Oregon. I don't know what. I don't know. Is. I yeah, feel like yeah. you said Aura. I think it's Oregon. Mm-hmm. Well, whether it's Oregon, Oregon, as in the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's move on to I the news. I saw a board game for Oregon Trail. Oh, I'm sure there is one. I would not be surprised. And uh, Kat, you'll be happy to know that the news continues to be slow. But like three quick hitting items here, okay? And you guys can react to them if you want. I don't know if you've seen all of them or if you've heard of all these or whatever. First news item. Yes. Netflix is reporting that there are no new plans for another haunting installment, which of course refers to The Haunting of Hill House, Season 1, The Haunting of Bly Manor, Season 2. Cat, Andrew, I think you're in the same boat. I know we have not finished The Haunting of Bly Manor yet because it did not look as good as the first season of uh, The Haunting of Hill House. We've got to finish it. I I am absolutely going to finish it, but... Yeah, no no new development on a third season of the Haunting series. So I guess, I mean, based on season one, I would like to see a third one. But it, maybe Bly Manor isn't that great. I don't know. Well, they can always, that's a good thing about an anthology, is that if one swings and misses, you can always do a different story in the, in the following season. So would you guys be interested in seeing another season? Are you guys good? Well, like, what do you think? It doesn't really do it for me. Mm-hmm. I think I saw a few episodes of each. It's kind of boring. It's they like, drag on. Like, I feel like every, like, I... Like, if it takes more than two or three episodes to get into, like, something substantial, like, fuck off. Like, if they're going to do a third season of Mindhunter, I don't want to hear about this stupid show. Oh, oh, cancel all of the Haunting series and give me Mindhunter season yeah. three instead. Absolutely. So I'm with you there. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Next news item. No, you guys aren't big readers. Right. I would ask you, would you be 
open to listening to an audiobook of a particular thing. It's the same for me. I've no, you, I would, you wouldn't be able to listen to a book, listen to a story like that. No, I yeah. would be able to listen to okay. a story. Well, the reason I ask is that uh, a movie that we've discussed, not on an, an entire podcast, but in you know, like watch list type stuff, is uh, "Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark," which obviously was based on a series of children's books where the illustrations were particularly horrifying for a generation of children. There is a new audiobook version of the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark books that is narrated by Patton Oswalt, huh. who is the husband yep. of the okay. woman that wrote uh, the I'll Be Gone in the Dark book yes. about the, uh, the yep. California serial killer. Yeah. It's and also Patton Oswalt, yeah. who everyone should yeah, know. Comedian. Yeah, comedian. Yep. He's also, uh, he's, he's uh, Remy and Ratatouille. Yes, yeah, he's, he's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. King Queens. I like yeah, Ratatouille. Absolutely. Okay. And then... Uh, so it's narrated by Patton Oswalt and Melissa McBride, who is Carol, oh, wow. Carol from The Walking Dead. So uh, I think that's pretty cool. Also a good time to mention there is a sequel movie in the works to the first scary stories to tell in the dark, which I really enjoyed that movie. You will be. I think it's cool that there's an audiobook out for this with some cool people doing it. You will well, be happy yeah. to hear, Michael, that one of my Christmas presents this year was a book. Yeah. As a push Basically, I feel like to be like, hey, read, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Because the book gave, I was who given. Who gave you a book? My sister. Okay. And it's a John Steinbeck, so it's. Of Mason Men? Very short. No, it's The Red Pony. It's got to be like maybe 150 pages. Huh. Yeah. So if I can't read this book. Yeah. I mean, I can read the you book. You can bang that out. Yeah, I can get hours. through. If just... I can get through reading a book without falling asleep. Yeah. Because every time I start reading, I fall asleep. I kind of do too, yeah. Okay, fair then, enough. Then I will continue on. I will venture on. If I, fair enough. I haven't even picked it up. It's still... Well, it's, of then, course, and it might take you a few months. I would say, but. and I would also recommend that if you can't get through this book, try audiobooks. Audiobooks are way easier. It's like listening but to a podcast. But that's not even I don't reading. listen to podcasts. Let's not... <laughs> if, anyone, if anyone listens to a book and said they read a book, you're it's a fraud. It's not reading a book. No, you're yeah, a fraud. No, yeah. I agree. Like, you're listening. Fair enough. Barely. <laughs> Last news item. Apparently, uh, according to news sources today, the Rick Grimes Walking Dead movie is going to be out in early 2021. Wow. So we've talked about Walking Dead a couple of occasions on this podcast. Andrew, I know you're not a viewer of the show. Kat and I have seen most of the seasons Cat is a is a Rick Grimes Walking Dead movie something that you could get you back into the Walking Dead or is there anything at this point that could? I don't think it would get me back into the Walking Dead, but I would watch a movie about Rick Grimes because he was one of my favorite characters. I know. I feel like, but if I don't he think left I, and it, yeah, yeah. Once he leaves and then Carl dies, like I mean, there's so many people that die off and like they're gone now or they went off on a journey or they're never coming back or whatever. Now it's just down to, like, bare bones of the original cast. And it's yeah. just, like, those people that you loved and, like, loved their stories about are gone. And now they have these new people. Well, and, and they're not as, nearly uh, yeah, as good. I know. And we talked about this a couple, a couple podcasts ago, like, maybe a, a, a month or two ago. But, like, so they announced that they're going to end The Walking Dead after 11 seasons or something like that, which is another season or two. 
But then and then they're, they're going to do a Carol and yeah. Daryl spinoff series, so you automatically know they're going to live. Like, what well, are they you doing? But also, wing. but there's also what there's that like, what fear. The, there's fear. The walking, fear. The Walking say. Dead. What is that? Is that different? It's a. Yes. It's basically it takes place in the same universe, but it's a different series of characters in the same world. So it's like. Dude, AMC is just it's, milking the yeah. tea Okay, dry, so that's worse like, than a spinoff. That's just the same thing with different characters. Exactly, yes. Honestly, AMC, like I said, is just trying to get every last drop of water out of well, the rock. That's, that's what that I was going to ask. Is, you say there's a movie about this character. I'm like, is that going to be any different than anything that's already happened Probably on the no. show? Let me, look, there's going to no. be zombies. There's going to be characters. There's going to be evil people. Can we just all gonna agree, be lots of gore. Like, are you guys, are you guys, you, that's why I haven't watched The Walking Dead, like... I'm sorry. Honestly, the first I've like three or four f- seasons are phenomenal. But and I've had my that, fill of eh. zombies. Yeah. I'm stuck. Zombies are boring. They're played out. It's yeah, done. I agree. It's yeah. over. I don't want to watch a show about that. And that was like ten years ago when that show came out, and I still didn't want to watch a show well, about when it first came zombies. Out, when, when it first came out, the first few seasons are phenomenal, and then like you get sucked into the rest of it, and it's not very good. It's just not very good. Here's so the it's, difference it's disappointing. It's just disappointing. Here's the difference. It's overexposed like you fucking well, read about. Well, so are vampires. So my whole thing with zombies and vampires is that zombies are played out as just as much as vampires, mm-hmm. yet they're still unique different vampire movies that come out yep 30 days a night that was a while ago which is um, a movie that we've uh, had had suggestions from our fans to do 30 days of night which i would love to do. let the right one in mm-hmm. another good absolutely. one absolutely sorry fantastic Continue. Movie. go ahead but like even the new draculas were fantastic like the uh Can oh the I, bbc the bbc, the BBC dracula awesome. show that was great yeah. i love that but zombies that Hold on. Can we talk about the BBC Dracula show for a second? Doesn't that feel like it was ten fucking years ago, and that was right when we first started yeah. as a show? Yep. That feels like it might as well have been five years ago. Yeah. Dude, but it I, was feel really like I, good. I feel it like was I've really aged good. like 20 years in the past. Year. <laughs> I know. I know. It's insane. But sorry, go ahead. I, I agree with you that zombies and vampires are both all both kinds played of played out. out. But at yep. least the newer vampire stuff is way better than any vo- zombie stuff. Like... Zombieland was cool. Like, that was good, but that was like a yeah. movie. Like, Did you see the Zombieland sequel, uh, Double Tap? No. I, I love didn't either. Zombieland. I, I, I want to watch it. I just, we just haven't had the opportunity to yet. If it's ever on HBO it? Max or something did. like that. No, we didn't see the sequel yet. Huh. But I, just, I would watch it. I'm just bored of zombie shit. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's why I'm like... God, I, I was... Like I, I, 28 I just, Days Later. Dude, Cat and Phenomenal. I... Phenomenal. Phenomenal movie, which, which we covered... But Kat and I used to be so into The Walking Dead, and it is just, it's, oh my god, it's just fallen off so much. It feels like it's, it should be a CW show now. That's no, but I love, like, is. the, like, Zombieland and, like, that other show, it was the TV series that I watched, um, uh, Outbreak? What We, what we Outbreak. Do in the Dark? No, 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 it was on Netflix, I think, and it was, like, these teenagers we that were shadows. still on Earth, and, like, they're, all the adults turn into zombies, but not the kids, but then there were a couple of adults. Oh, were, like, oh I know. Dustin Hoffman. Oh, God, that show was bad. Was Dustin Hoffman in it? No, it was no. the, um... Uh, I, know the, like I, skater, I, I know the like one you're talking movie. about. It was, I thought the one, it was the fun. one, the one that had Matthew Broderick as yes, like the yes, head vampire. Yep, I yes. remember that show sucked. Yes. Oh, that was no, terrible. I liked it. I thought it was good. Terrible. Oh, no, I, it was so like bad. funny. It's not like anything. Yeah, I know. I, I, I get that's it. why I like the Zombieland thing. Like whenever it's like Sean. Honestly, the most. We just mentioned the title, but the most original thing done with vampires in years is the What We Do in the Shadows TV show. Oh, the best. We will talk I about. promise you, we will cover in 2021. Yes. That show the TV is show a and the great, movie. great, great show. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's what I had for news. Other than that, I got nothing else. The Rick Grimes TV movie, the scary stories of telling the dark audiobook, and no new haunting series. Woo-hoo. Anything to add before we move into our topic to jury, you guys? No, I think we're good. All right, let's move in. Let's keep moving. All right, so Ooh. I feel like it's uh, it's 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 pretty poignant to. What does that mean? Poignant to the point. Yeah, like you know, poignant. That type of thing. So basically, I feel like it's a uh, only appropriate to talk about a 2020 horror movie in the horror movie that has been the year 2020 to finish off this year. So, you know, it's tough to come up with topics sometimes. So I did some uh, deep diving into uh, some of our streaming services, some of the horror movies that were out there, and I gave you guys a number of options. And uh, some of the movies that we were considering were Shutter exclusives, including VFW, Scare Me, uh, the Netflix exclusive No Live No Sleep Woods Tonight, and also a movie called Spiral, which is available on Shutter. And uh, originally it was going to be Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight, but we but decided Mike we did not want to do. Vetoed it. Um, I did not veto it. Uh, you did. Um, Andrew, can I carry it? And the subtitles okay, were also so in. You want to no. know the truth? Yeah. Mike sent out a list of movies that we could watch, and I was having trouble keeping up with everything. So the first movie that he suggested, or someone suggested, was... Um, the Woods. The Nobody woods. Sleeps in the Dark Tonight. Nobody Sleeps in the Dark Tonight. See, I think all the Woods So movie. that was the first fucking thing. I was like, yep, sounds good. And then I remembered that I had seen the trailer for that movie, and I was like, oh, I don't really like this movie. And then I was like, Mike, let me see that trailer for Spiral. He's like, I can't believe you didn't pick this movie because it's such a me movie. Mm -hmm. So he showed me and I was like, oh, that movie's so much better. Why are we doing this? So that's when I vetoed it. And it was correct in doing it. Well, so basically, so basically I sent out a number of things to both parties that are also in this podcast and nobody paid attention. to. I did. I I wanted the Woods movie. I, I also you text like 35 times per minute. You do. It gets convoluted and I just go, yeah. Okay, Understood. well, Understood. it's not my fault that you picked a movie and then took it back. I mean, that's just stupid, but... Well, it also wasn't subtitles, so that's better. Yes, it... Oh, the one... Yes, that's why I said... The, I said the only concern was that it was going to be in subtitles, and I don't know if I feel like reading them right now, but I was like, that movie was most interesting to me. So maybe later we can still, we can watch still it, do it. We can it. still do it. That'd yes, be great. Absolutely. So... Yeah, so Spiral is a 2020 movie that has come out, and it's exclusively on Shudder. So if you are not a Shudder subscriber, you can't view it, unfortunately. But also, if you are, I would I would recommend checking it out. Go ahead. Side note, it yep. is not the Jigsaw sequel. Correct. No. It is a different movie. No, 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 also no. a very important point to note. Because I that originally it is, thought yeah, it the, was, the, and the, I got The Saw sequel that you are very excited for, which is starring Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson... And also written by both of them. is This is not that movie. This yes. is a different movie. So this is a different movie called Spiral. So this will be Spiral the First, and then it will be Spiral, Spiral the first. again. Yeah, so it'll <laughs> be Spiral. Well, apparently this movie was actually made and released in 20, 2019, oh. but it was distributed in 2020. So we're going to count this as a 2020 movie, and Spiral, the Saw movie, is going to come out in 2021. So there's Spiral 2019, which we will be talking about tonight, and is also going to be Spiral 2021, which I'm assuming we will definitely cover as long as uh, theaters are open and we can view this movie, because yes. I know you definitely want to talk about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. 
So, I, I, with that being said, I think this is definitely a movie that should have been released in theaters had it been a normal year. Um, it deserved to be seen by a wider audience because I feel like, you know, the majority of people probably don't subscribe to Shudder, right? Aren't right. horror freaks and fanatics like we are, so they might not, this movie might have flown under their radar a bit. And while I think it is a flawed movie, I think it's very interesting, and it held my attention throughout the entire time. Yeah. Right? It left me wanting more. Um, I don't think it quite stuck the landing without spoiling it at this particular point in time. But I did like it. Catherine, what about you? What did you think of this movie? I thought it was good. Um, It was definitely... I thought going into it that it was going to be more like us... Um, or more like a Jordan Peele kind like of movie, out. like Get Out or yeah. whatever. Like it just it seemed like it was going to be that kind of feel to it, and mm-hmm. it kind of let me down there. Yeah. Um, without Get Out, t- it's, it's a tough standard to hold up to, though. I mean, I feel like it was definitely marketed as the quote unquote yes. gay Get Out. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know if that's quite accurate or no, not. I don't, not at all. No. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I mean, it was it's. I, I see, like, the similarities there, but, I mean, it doesn't hold a candle to a course, Jordan Peele. Of course, Peele I mean, movie. I mean, Get Out is a classic. Us is a classic. Jordan Peele's a genius. I can't wait to see what he does with Candyman and what he does in the future. Are they both classics, though? I think they both are. I mean, I do, too. Well, they can't be considered classics. To just say that so emphatically old. is... I, I mean, classics? I don't think I don't think it's a. Do we do us? I don't think it's outrageous to say that both of those are classics already, with them being both a couple years old, not even. I mean, I think they're fantastic. Yeah, I, do I too. also think Doctor Sleep is a classic. I do too. But yep. I'm just saying general perspective. Well, we, we? Uh, one of our first episodes, we talked about our top movies of the 2010s because we were recording in 2019 at that point, and I still think Doctor Sleep might be my favorite horror movie of the 2010s. So good, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's great, great, um, great. Did we podcast on us? We did not podcast. On I didn't us. think so, and I was no. like, "That's really funny because we all really like that movie." I know. I Maybe we can to, it. I'm willing to bet that there will be a uh, podcast this upcoming year mm. about us, mm-hmm. not just us. Maybe relatively right. soon but because it did, it, did, it did come out in January of 2019. Uh, huh. Was it a year ago? We saw it in the movie theater. We, see, we did see it in the theaters. It's been out for a Hey, that was summer of member theaters. Those are fun. We saw movies anymore because it's bullshit. Andrew, what did you think of uh, Spiral? I thought it was, well, the cinematography was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I liked the characters. They did a great job with those. Um, I thought it was generally a good movie. Mm -hmm. Just was lacking in certain areas for me. Like, I have many areas where I would have improved upon this movie. And trust me, Mm -hmm. I'm no screenwriter. No. But I, I... when I was watching the movie and we were talking about it while we were watching it, it's a lot of I was giving my predictions as to what was going to happen. Those were more or less my hopes as to what was going to happen. Yeah. Because I think that would have approved upon the story. Right. And I don't think maybe it wouldn't have, but it definitely needed something else to it because it was yeah. very, it turned out to be a very bland, run of the mill type of movie where I think it could have done so much more. Yes. I think that's, that's where it disappointed me. I think that that's incredibly accurate after a few we watched this movie a few days ago and digesting it 
at the time that I saw it, I was like, wow, this is great. And I think having a couple days to think about it a little bit more, I'm like, Because mm, it was a pretty deep movie okay. when we watched it. We, we, yeah. we watched it two it days ago, and then we were like, it wasn't I don't deep, think I can it podcast wasn't deep, right so. now. It was an extremely shallow movie. I feel like it felt like it could just make whatever movie it wanted to make, and it would be called yeah. good because, they, because they did something that no one does. Yeah. And that's yeah. what disappointed me, because... Yeah. It started off great, and then they just went like, "Hey, yeah, it didn't. It the ending didn't, doesn't it matter. It didn't stick to landing. It didn't stick to landing. And they could have, I mean, made it like a monumental, beautiful film because they had it the whole first half. Yeah. The yeah. cinematography, yeah. the dialogue, the story, the premise, the whole idea was great, and then it just went fucking <laughs> on the table. Well, yeah. at the end, you just didn't get what you wanted out of it. I agree, That's... and I'm I, I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Andrew. Obviously, because all of us in this podcast, I mean, we're all straight. We know nothing about being a member of the gay community, but it was important, you know. I think for us to kind of watch this movie, kind of reflect a little bit, and you know, I think it's safe to say that we have in our circle of friends, we have several people that are members of the LGBTQ plus community. I think this is the first time I've ever really seen a movie that was kind of framed around that type of couple like yeah. that, which is, I think it gets A-plus points for that. It's an interesting angle Absolutely. to play. Never seen it before. It's original in that sense. But I will say, when we watched yeah. the review, My problem with it, though, is, 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 it, is it that way to be that way? Is that what their only objective was in the movie? Because you, they didn't try. They There yeah. was no try. There was no effort. It was just like... Matt, I don't know if go. there was no effort. There was I, yeah. very minimal effort. So, after we watched this, we kind of let it marinate for a couple days. So we watched this review from these guys, and they, even from the gay community, were just like, this whole thing like really was underwhelming, and they were like so excited to watch it, and then it just like didn't evolve for them the way that like they yeah. wanted it even to. They were dis- even like, they were disappointed. Yeah. They were just like... Oh my god, I saw that it was like a, you know, people in the gay community, it was a multiracial like thing, yeah. and I was excited because yeah. it would be something new, and then all of a sudden I was just like totally disappointed at the ending, and I was like, mm. coming from other people, like, can we just make a, us, Can we just make a point blank, blank, point blank assumption of this movie? Like, it has nothing to even do with that? Like, it my whole thing is... does it My whole thing I mean, is... Well, it kind of does, no, 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 but it no, no, kind of no, no, doesn't. Not even that, like, my assumption of this movie, when I first saw the trailer, and... The first half of the movie, I really didn't give a fuck about the fact that it was an interracial gay company. Uh, couple, couple, <laughs> mm-hmm. that was fine with me. I don't care. I don't look at those things. I don't. I don't worry about when I watch a movie. Like I don't overtly think about. Well, does this encompass this type of person? Does this encompass this type? Of I just watch the movie and think: Is this a good movie? Sure. But and you think they put that there? No, for no, 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 as, no, no. But as not, is how the movie should be looked at. And I'm by not anybody, even, and I'm right? not even talking about it in that manner. So I want to get it out of the way that I don't care if it was an interracial gay couple. I don't care if it was just a, a straight couple. It started off great and it didn't finish. Yeah. Regardless of any of that other stuff, I yeah. could care less. So that's my point: is the, that it just didn't finish the movie. The only, the only thing that I, the only point that I wanted to make there, which obviously, like. It's just sad to think because you do see certain things from the perspective of an interracial gay couple or any gay couple, really, that this movie takes place in 1995. And unfortunately, in 2020, these types of things probably still happen yeah. more Absolutely. frequently than, is, than, yeah. than you would like to should. think, which 
makes me sad. And it's just tough to imagine that type of thing in the people that are my friends in their life. That's, it just sucks to think about. But, you know, as we already kind of mentioned, it's very hard not to draw parallels between this movie and Get Out, right? Where there are lots of, like, you know, this gay couple moves into a new town and there are these very, like, it seems at first, like, there are these very well-meaning, often liberal uh, people that show prejudices despite trying to be altruistic in their, you know, in the way they act, right? So one of the first things that happens is there's a neighbor that knocks on the door. She finds out that they're a gay couple and she says, oh, we don't have any of you in town. And then not to, men- not to mention the fact that Malik, essentially the main character of the movie, is black. So there's a racial element there as well. And, you know, the same character in the same interaction says... Oh, I saw your gardener outside. Right. And uh, I figured you guys were home. And like, oh, that's not my gardener. That's my partner. Hey, and she's I just have like, a gardener oh. at my house. His name's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's uh, my and it's just like, they, they definitely play off that a bit. Like, at one point, Malik calls his partner Aaron an Uncle Tom for gay people. Like, that's an exact quote from the movie. So, there's a lot of those elements at play here. But with that being said, I do think the movie does a good job of building dread kind of from the start. It does, 100%. I mean, it, which, like, I was also disappointed in the ending, but, like, you get the, like, within the first, what, two minutes, you get the, the something flies into their windshield or gets thrown at their windshield and there's a spiral in there, which ultimately goes and that That part felt very Omen-like to me, mm-hmm. like in the Omen. Yeah. Like, a sense of dread, like something... Yeah ritualistic is happening or something. Like the birds. Yeah. I mean, that's just... It's, but there was really... No, it didn't really do anything new. Yeah. Which I, is disappointing. Right. I, I agree. It I played agree. off that one premise, and that, to me, is a disappointment. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I don't mean that to be offensive in any way. It was no, just disappointing. No, no. I don't, I don't think you're being offensive, but one thing I think is of note in this movie, it does... I, I feel like this movie probably... So I, I know at least the, the actor that plays Malik is a gay man. I don't know about the guy that played Aaron. I wasn't able to find enough information about it because it's a relatively new movie with relatively act- actors that haven't been in a ton of shit. Oh, right? what did they What did they say Malik's from on the thing? RuPaul's it's from RuPaul's oh, uh, Canada. He's from the, he's, he's he, I guess he's a judge on the Canadian version of RuPaul's Drag That's Race, so, which I, I know I, I wanna, you I fucking do, I love. love it, yeah. So you probably It's funny, that. though, that it's Canadian because yeah. he kind of reminds me. RuPaul's Drag Race is actually kind of He kind of reminds me of David from Schitt's Creek. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I get a not, little. I guess I can see it. Not as flamboyant, though. David is... Well, David's really into fashion, where Malik's not really into fashion. But he is in real life. Sense, well, you know... Well, yes. They don't really life. show enough of his personal life to be able to judge that, but I'm... I Probably not. But no. I think David is, like, all about that. Yeah, but I mean, um, in real life, you, David, yes. the character yeah. that plays Malik is on a drag show, so he probably cares about fashion. I, I would agree with that. Just a guess. Right. So, I think one thing to note, because... You know, usually we do, like, facts about a movie or whatever. And this is a new movie, so there's not a lot of that out there. But just some analysis that I pulled from this stuff, okay? So, this movie takes place... The majority of this movie, I should say. It kind of jumps from time period to time period, okay? But the majority of the main plot takes place in 1995. And there were a lot of issues happening in the LGBTQ plus community at that point. So, in 1995... Bill Clinton, who was president at that time, 
He signed an executive order stating that the United States government could no longer discriminate based on sexual orientation for the United States Army and military. Yeah. Which was a big deal, and that's great. Uh, the HIV and AIDS epidemic was still raging at that mm. point. So I feel like this time choice was on purpose. I feel like there was some depth to the fact that it was a gay couple in the 90s where there was a lot of stigma out there surrounding gay people. Right. And I felt like that added an, a, a nice layer of context to this movie, which I thought was interesting, right? And Andrew, I know at one point you had mentioned when we were watching the movie, Malik was watching some footage on his computer and you said it felt very cultish, yeah. right? And it was because it was audio. I looked this up. There's a, there was a guy named uh, Pat Buchanan who I don't know where he was a senator from, but I feel like at the, the name uh, Pat Buchanan. Right. That sounds like local, from, isn't it? No, he's from. He was from the Buchanan? south. Who am I thinking of? Uh, but essentially, this guy at the 1992 Republican National Convention said this, and I quote: "This, my friends, this is radical feminism." The agenda that Clinton and Clinton would impose on America, discrimination against religious schools, women in combat units, homosexual rights. But that's not the kind of change America needs. It's not the kind of change America wants. And it's not the kind of change we can abide by in a nation that we still call God's country. That is abhorrent to hear. Yeah. And I can't believe that was actually said by a person that represents the United States. And it wasn't so even was, thirty in the 90s, years ago. Not even thirty years ago. He was in my lifetime, in your lifetime. He was assistant to the president for communications. It's so terrible. But that's what Malik was watching. That's awful. That is cultish. Oof. That it's is so cultish. That's why I thought it was a cult. Terrible. It just, uh, it just, it, it enrages me. Just it goes to show me. what politics really are. It's two cults. Right. I know. It Very honestly much. is. It honestly is. But so that is in the background of this movie throughout the entire time. I mean, it, it it's it is essentially just background stuff to let like, you know. If you didn't tell me that, I are. wouldn't know. Well, like, that's and that's why, like, I didn't know that so, at the time. Yeah. I had to look it up to see because we were all very young at that point when that was all said. And unfortunately, that type of bigotry does show its face in this movie. I think, like, one of the first things that happens after Malik and Aaron move into this house is that somebody breaks into their house and spray paints the F word on their wall, which is what leads Malik to install a security system in his house, which he doesn't tell his partner Aaron about. He just kind of does it. What I will say, a couple things that did make me smile about this movie. There was some nice... 90s nostalgia in this movie uh, with the video game systems yep. uh, old desktop computers the old school instant developing cameras Polaroid. the workout outfits okay hold on he and of course scanning microfilm with the library I feel like that is a 90s thing he's looking he's, he's looking across the way not to give too many spoilers but in a scene He's looking across the way at his neighbor's house, and they're doing some sort of, like, dance next door. Yep. And he's trying to be stealthy, yep. and he takes a picture very a poor, very poor at on being a stealthy. Polaroid camera. Yeah. And you're like, 
are you dense? Like, give yourself like, stick away the thing, a little bit like, more. Yeah, at least like, stand behind the, the curtain and You might as well have a flashlight and try and do some yeah. Morse code yeah. on there. Like, not my God. Not, 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 not a good tactic. Are we into spoiler territory yet? Almost. Uh, almost. All right, so admittedly, this past year, um, we have not seen a ton of new release horror movies, but we've seen a few of them. So here's a list of the movies that we have either reviewed or I have seen. I know Kat has seen a majority of these as well. And Andrew, I would ask you. So here are, here is the list, I should say. Here are is the list. Here are is the list. The Invisible Man. Underwater. The Grudge. <laughs> Host. Which was great. Hubie Halloween. And The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Which I know I saw, but I don't think anybody else saw. Where would this movie rank against the three movies that I know that you have seen, Andrew? The Invisible Man, Underwater, and The Grudge. Did you see Host? I know you saw Hubie Halloween. You hated it. When you said The Grudge, I was like, the remake? Yeah, the one that we then, reviewed on the show and was terrible. That movie, I didn't even register as ever Host? seeing that movie. No, The Grudge. The remake? Oh, yeah. I don't even register seeing that movie. Right. So it's between Underwater and... Uh, the Invisible Man. Yeah, the Grudge was terrible. It came down to a. Um, Wait, it was a question of. It rankings. came down to a pros and cons of. It was like one of those circle graphs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like of the one, the one <laughs> where it's like the, the intersections. In the yeah, middle. what's that I called? The name of it. Uh, like a diorama. No, di- uh, no I, diagrama. Like um, It's a circle. It's like on the outside you have pros. Inside, on the other side, you have cons, and, and then, then in between, in the middle, a it's pie the chart. It's where the circles oh. intersect, and you have a like it's a three-part circle. Oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's, all right. Yeah, either yeah. way, it's so fine. it came down to that underwater and the invisible. All right, man. I'll ask you this, Andrew: better or worse? Was Spiral better or worse than the Invisible Man? I don't know. I was getting to my point. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> my point was: who do I hate more, Elizabeth Moss or or Kristen Stewart? Or Kristen Stewart. <laughs> and Ooh. after seeing this. I realized that I hated Moss more than I hated Stewart. <laughs> so underwater I wins. No, I hate Elizabeth Moss and her giant face. <laughs> Bothers me more than Kristen Stewart's open mouth and mouth breathing. Big face, mouth breathing. <laughs> You're big ridiculous. face loses. Okay. That's insane. All right. She had a big face. She got a big she face. A, she has sharp features, I feel. So like. I'm like going to go fucking, around the horn here. She looks like the moon oh my God. as a person. <laughs> Okay, Catherine and Andrew, was this movie, Spiral, better or worse than The Invisible Man? Um, I think worse than Invisible Man. Okay, Andrew? Worse, but they, were both, they worse. were both not very good. Oh, Invisible Man was great. You're an idiot. That's better or worse than Underwater, Catherine, I ask you? Um, better? Okay, Andrew? <laughs> I feel like you're just guessing at this point. Better? <laughs> no, she. That's a terrible like opinion. Underwater. She didn't like underwater. She said that was her this least favorite episode this, to record. This, okay, so year recap. Just for starters, this movie's worse than both those movies. I just fucking hate Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> I, understand. I understand. And the other movie too, like highly unrealistic. What is this guy? Elon Musk. He's gonna go fuck himself. Either way, I love the Invisible Man. I don't care what both you guys say. This was obviously better than The Grudge, so let's just skip that. Catherine, remember the movie Host that was the uh, the Zoom movie that we watched that was yeah. also a Shutter exclusive? I kind of almost want to. It was awesome. That. It was great. It's an hour long and it's fantastic. This was uh, a worse movie than Host. What do you mean it was a yeah. Zoom movie? 
It was a movie that was made during the COVID. Yeah, honestly, we we could watch it right after this. You would love it. Uh, Catherine, was this better or worse than Hubie Halloween? Oh, worse than Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween is so good. Oh, my God. I... I... I, um... You don't need to cut any of this out. I'm just going to tell you right now and put you both, like, just... Hubie Halloween Day. Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween Day. Hubie Halloween might be the most awful movie I have ever tried to watch. I couldn't even get Boo. more than 30 minutes to that movie. Mm. I can't. Boo. It, it bothers me. It, 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 Boo this man. Boo. Okay. okay. Is, this, is, is Hubie Halloween better than Mr. Deeds or... Um, yes. Mr. Deeds sucks. Or uh, Little Nicky. Uh, um, this Little Nicky sucks. This oh movie is way God. better than both those movies. You are wrong. Mm. Hubie Halloween nope. is terrible. No. We've already seen Waterboy, and you're not beating Waterboy. All right, we're not here to debate. Uh, I think Mr. D's might be better than Hubie Halloween. Yeah, it is, because Hubie Halloween is terrible. The, my favorite ha- my it's favorite just... 2020 horror movie that I've seen is The Invisible Man, followed closely by Underwater. And then I think Host finishes third. Wolf of Snow Hollow, four. This is number five. This is top five for me. Wow. And, uh, admittedly, we have not seen as many movies as we would have gonna... seen this year. If I had known this was a question, I would have looked at what I had seen. Yeah. Not that I have that written down anywhere, right. but I would have looked to my you, soul. Download and... Letterbox. Download Letterbox, bro. Uh, quick facts? Not a lot. Not a lot. It's a 2020 movie, so no facts about this. How about okay. that? Let's talk about the ending now that we're into uh, spoiler, spoiler territory. Spoiler. Okay. So I guess for the ending, right? So let's let's talk about the ending. We'll, uh, I'll describe what the ending is. So spoiler alert if you have not seen this movie. And... Uh, We'll talk about it after the fact, and we'll just move on from there. So basically, the entire movie, you are led to believe that Malik is kind of like the classic, quote-unquote, unreliable narrator, right? Mm -hmm. So he's clearly the main point of view of the entire story. From the get-go, you see a flashback of his... That was a terrible situation. He comes across as like a Norman Bates type. He he does like, and that's the thing. Like, it's like I feel it's like tough he was to tell the throughout the villain. whole movie what is real and what isn't because of it's told pretty much through his mindset, right? Right. So you're thinking the whole time, like, is there supernatural stuff going on, or is Malik just losing his fucking mind? So it turns out there actually is a little bit of both. So as Malik kind of more and more loses his mind throughout the movie, you find out that he has been drugged. By this family cult, which we'll get to that part of it, and Aaron loses faith in him. And then basically Malik, finally, he's had enough, he's fucked up, he finds out that he's been drugged, he has a gun from wherever he gets it from, somehow, it's never explained. He shows up to a party at the house for... Um, uh, Aaron's 16-year-old daughter for her sweet 16, he shoots this guy, the neighbor, the father, I forget the guy's actual name, Marshall, I think his na- is his name? I don't remember. But and yeah. shoots him in the chest. <clears throat> so Marshall appears to die. Malik goes to jail for murder. That's not the end of it. Uh, Malik is sitting in prison wondering what happened, and Marshall comes to him alive and well after getting shot directly in the chest and kind of tells him... Uh, like, hey, we're immortal. I don't like this any more than you do, but this is kind of how it works. Uh, we prey on the 
gay and lesbian couples, which has been shown in the movies in the old film, and obviously the, the moments of the film, they play they prey on those types of communities, okay? And then he says to Malik, listen, this is how it's going to go. It's going to look like you killed your husband and your husband's daughter. Right. Because nobody's going to fucking believe you if we say anything different, or if you say anything different. Because unfortunately, that's the way that the world was at that point, and unfortunately... People of the gay community were thought of outsiders at that point, which is just terrible to think about. Yeah. Here's the problem with this movie, though. It is in no way subtle. No. Like, they just avoid the whole fact that they need to have a premise and a plot and a story to this, and they just basically go, everybody hates gay people, and everybody hates interracial couples. Yeah. Basically, essentially, it's what this story is. Yeah. So, even- I'm sorry, first off, and I'm... Just it that's oh it's shift, such shift. a fucking cop out. Like give a story. Don't just play a narrative not and even, live off of that. That's that's this movie was a narrative. I feel it like this wouldn't have been else. a cop out if they had explained the mythology Any, of yeah, the family but they better. Nothing. But that's we'll get to that, Catherine. I was gonna say, it's not even that they don't explain half of that stuff, but then there's like other elements of this movie that are just kinda like Dropped in. Well, are they yeah. vampires? Yeah. Zombies? Like, what are what they? Are they? Know what they are. What are oh, they? you know what they are? They're white people that live next door. But then there's yeah. oh, then there's ghosts are. in the middle of the road. Yeah, I know that. that we'll and we'll, like, we'll get to they? all of that. And then that. you're like, what's the spiral yeah. image? Like, what does it mean? Yeah, no one nothing. explains. Nobody it. knows. Nobody knows. No one says anything. So basically, as Malik is in jail, rotting, Marshall's son, which I believe, and this was also confusing, there are two sons, right? One that's trying to date the daughter, mm-hmm. and the other one that shows up after the house, after the grandfather dies, and right. kind of like leans on Malik's shoulder to hug him, that Aaron walks in on. It's oh, implied right. to be yeah. that the, that grandson yeah. is gay or whatever, and... Basically, you find out that they're all some sort of immortal demons, vampires, monsters. You never know. And they feed on uh, disadvantaged people. I don't know if that's the right term, but they feed on them every 10 years to be able to be immortal and and live on. Here's the problem with this. Disadvantaged people. Who's controlling who moves into but this then town? I also, Nobody. I, so why are these disadvantaged people just randomly moving to this but town? They make it I think it's also makes it, no it, sense. It, and again, it, here's the problem: it's implied, it's not told. That I think that the majority of the town might also be in on this, and they're not. Oh, they're all in on. They're it, all. But in that doesn't matter, right? My point is: why is the disadvantaged couple moving into this town? Yeah. Why isn't it just randomly every 10 right. years a white couple? Because yeah. odds are well, that's who's going to move into that town. That's what makes this movie so fucking stupid is that it makes zero sense. There well, is so, no okay. reason any of this would so ever let's, happen. Let, let's talk about Wait, this. Can, go, I, go can ahead. I also yes. say that like, they start a theme of, you know, it was two women who lived there and then there was Lesbians. two men, two men that lived there. Gay. But then it's a Lebanese family. At the end, yeah. So you're like... Well, what the hell is that theme go with? Like gay, lesbian, and/or minority. That's who they prey on. These white people. So, obviously, you know, we kind of talked about it, but so then everyone. The end of the movie. It shows. It shows Aaron walking in on his daughter being eaten alive by one of the the grandsons, and then Malik. It shows 
uh, took all of his notes and photos and everything else and burned them onto a CD, Hello 90s, and uh, put it in the attic for the next family to find, which you see in 2005 is a Middle Eastern family that moves into the house. We usually talk about nitpicks, right? And that is a category we kind of go into like third or fourth in our list of categories. And I'll, I guess I'll start with that. And I guess I have the same nitpicks as you guys. The mythology of the family is never fully explained. Are they vampires? Are they demons? Are they monsters? You never know. They put so much um, shit in this movie. The, this movie. the scene in the entire movie, which I was like, whoa, this is awesome, is when uh, Aaron and Malik's daughter is on the bridge with the kid that looks like James Dean, and they see a guy at the end of the bridge with like a black face, and he starts walking towards them very slowly. That was the creepiest part of the entire movie, and it had nothing to do with anything no you know what that part remind me of like a part of like zodiac like or us us or anything but anything different and it wasn't that's what's so disappointing it didn't get to where the movie got a big fat f for the fact that it fucking failed because it just rode on the table yeah that's emphatic I mean, being I know you're emphatic. Yes, I I'm sorry. I'm gesturing and slamming things you and getting mad. And they can't hear you talk. Yeah, they can hear me talk plenty, but and they don't want to hear me. Talk. So, so safe to say, none of us <laughs> thought this movie actually stuck the landing. No, right? it, it sucked. Was, yeah, the it was. A, it was. A, it, no, was a, it was a bummer ending. I was that, bummed. That's why it was good, but it wasn't great. It, it had, was never good. It could have been great. That doesn't make it great. Yeah, it could have been great. It really could have been great if they had just taken my notes. Could have fixed it. I'd say take another half hour, explain the fucking answers to the questions that everybody has after watching this movie, and then it would be way better and worth the extra half hour of my time. Yeah, I mean, at least at least in Get Out at the end, you, you kind of find There's out closure. about what's going on with the family and why they are targeting black people. Like, you know why. With this movie, you don't know why. They are targeting and you disenfranchised also, the, people. That's not even the like main happen. thing. It doesn't matter what they're doing, why they're doing it. It's You're wondering how <laughs> this is even possible. Right. That a in, disenfranchised couple moves in every ten years. Yeah. That's impossible. That's my biggest maybe problem. maybe the the cult that operates the entire town shapes it that way. Oh, maybe, no, 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 but you, Mike, you don't that's, know that's that. Great, you don't that, know that. That's a great point. So put that in the story. I agree. Right. I agree. Have a weird realtor. That's there was like, a hey, yeah. you fucking yeah. losers. Come with, not losers. Yeah, there was like, there was some there was some shit missing. There was some shit. Missing. There was there was a whole huge pothole yeah. to that movie. So obviously we have not lots of nitpicks with this movie, but I would say I, I would ask you both, and Catherine, I'll start with you. Did you find this movie to be scary at any point in time? Um, I found it to be unnerving. At yeah, I didn't. Yeah, scary. No, um, like heebie-jeebies. Yeah, definitely more suspenseful, right? Yes. Did okay. did. I said heebie-jeebies. You yeah. said heebie-jeebies. I did. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. I thought only my dad said that, but apparently no, you do too. I do too. <laughs> Scary? Never. But it's scary. It's a scary idea. It's a scary thought. It's not sure. really even that scary that of an idea because they it... didn't finish it. This idea sucks. Can we just get past that? The idea is terrible. So then why one... make a movie out of it? I'm sorry. I that mean... bothers well, me. So here, here's the thing, too. One of the YouTube reviews that we watched after the fact to kind of like get a little background on the movie and stuff and hear what other people had to say was... This could have been a scary enough movie with just an interracial gay couple moving into a bigoted neighborhood in somewhere in America without it being 
the supernatural stuff that was in right. there. Right. Yeah. So they while just, I, I, yeah. I, I like the supernatural angle of it, and I appreciate what they tried to do, I wish they had done more with it. But they could have easily done something that was more terrifying with what you know they what, had you there. You know would have been better? Like, just I don't know. make it a drama. This should have been a drama. And they, yeah. they no, they went, they, no, it, it didn't, it fucking was stupid. They didn't explain anything. It just left a lot of clips. All of a sudden, something's eating somebody. You don't understand yeah. why. Right. You don't care why, because you don't give a shit about that character. I could give two fucks about either character in this movie, because they didn't build it up enough. It just, it was just flat. And well, I that's... wish it was better, and that has nothing. And no, I'd say that's why I feel like when we first I will, watched I will it, say... I was so confused, and I was like, mm. "We shouldn't podcast about this right now." Because I'm don't glad even we know podcast it now watched. because that movie annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> I, I will say one of one of the you know obviously we talked about Malik being an unreliable narrator, right? And I thought one of the coolest things that you actually found out after the fact was when he was on the phone talking to Liam, his ex-boyfriend, who was the victim of that hate crime that they kept flashing back to, was dead. And Malik was right. just losing his fucking well, yeah, mind. He had like, to okay, become, that's a cool angle. Let's go with that. And the then, with th- then they, they don't. They don't go no, with that. No, they don't go with anything. They don't. Yeah. They don't pick don't, a storyline. The, they they, just, they go, just say that he's just on drugs. They, they switch go, his drugs out and he's fucked up. They just go very um, obscure. It's just very... Yeah. Um, there's no answers to anything, and that yeah. bothers me because, oh my god, they could have yeah. done so much more with. Yeah, the movie. this this, def- this movie definitely bummed nothing. me out because it they could have done more. Nothing. Yeah. But, but um, you said it's one of your like top five movies of the year. I've only I've only <laughs> seen like six movies this year, so okay. he's also the one that made up that top five movies of the year. Right. So. Mm. Uh, I will say my favorite scene of the movie, again, had no explanation, was the one when uh, the daughter and the boyfriend, quote-unquote boyfriend, were on the bridge, and that guy was standing there. That was the creepiest scene. That that's I was like, what is going on? And that was the biggest cliffhanger, because I was mm-hmm. like, I wanted yeah, to what's know, up why is he there? Who is he? Why is Malik seeing why? ghost girls? <laughs> why are there weird, demonic figures in the side of the road when Malik is and driving. Was, like, what is happening? It was just a but scary, they never explained it. No, and that was like all the different like ghost things that just showed up and it mm-hmm. was just like, they just popped out of nowhere but then there was no explanation for why they were there. And it's like, so is this just ghosts? It's just like, yeah. oh, look in the corner. Ghosts! Like, yep. I mean... Yeah, I feel like that was a cheap, that was a cheap scare. I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I mean, I, I'm all for supernatural stuff being inserted into real life narratives, but it did not it did not grab me. Well, what would have been better is if Malik was actually murdering people and burying them in yeah. the garage. Yeah. Like, when when the garage door opens and what's-his-face is pulling in mm-hmm. and he's in the garage and the spiral's on the ceiling. Yeah. I'm glad he you brought that up. He should have been, like, burying a body in there. Okay. Like, he should have been the psychopath. But they were so scared to make it, well... You can't have anybody. It's got to. Okay. The only person that can be the villain is the white guy. Let's just talk about that for a second. What is the significance of the spiral, other than maybe there eternal, an... eternal life? Right. Well, on the windshield when they get the they spiral on the windshield, spiral anything. on the ceiling of the garage. It's that got Malik some sees. sort of mythological. Like meaning. what? Like why? Why not explain that more? So I, I don't know. I was just I was just bummed. So for the cast, 
nobody really bothered me, but I thought one thing that was interesting to note was, Catherine, you're obviously a huge fan of Scary Movie in that series. Yes. And the dad of the, the, the evil guy, the, uh, the neighbor dad, uh, is an actor named Lachlan Munro. But I don't remember who he is in Scary Movie. He's one of the original jocks in Scary... The one that has the small penis I don't in remember. Scary Movie. And he's... He, that's him. I like Scary Movie 3. Okay. Well, he's in Scary Movie 1. He's in Scary Movie 1. I don't remember him. I didn't even, like... I know that they said that, but I was just like, I... I have no idea who he is. So. Yeah, so he's kind of one of like those guys that you see, and you're like, "Oh, yeah. where have I seen him before?" Like, "Oh, that it's guy. in Scary yeah. Movie." So I immediately went to IMDb, and I was like, "Oh, he was in Scary Movie." Okay, great. So, guys, I think we already talked about nitpicks in this movie, which is one of the categories we usually cover. Which, like for me, who's the dead girl in the house that hands Malik the the VHS tape? Who's the guy in the bridge? What's the mythology of the family that wasn't explained in greater depth? Can yeah. I give a bad nitpick? Bad. What kind of a warning is a random fucking VHS tape or CD upstairs in the attic? 80s have to remember the 90s. The 90s. Because of the 90s. You know what you could have done is you could have wrote a letter to the police. True. And be like, hey. Or gone to the please police directly. be on the lookout for this. Instead you leave a random... CD, CD upstairs for them to decipher. They didn't even really cover up that blood stain very well on the guest bedroom either. Yeah, and also why is why are I should say why are random raccoons bleeding on the daughter? Yeah, do they the have ceiling? some sort yeah. of um, mention like, to what's the cult up with like, that? It should like, be a goat. Did they or... sacrifice the the raccoons like in their in their attic? But like, why what raccoons? Is the deal? Why not? Why babies? Uh, it was weird. It was like very... if it was a bunch of dead babies. Uh, yeah, like right. that. <sighs> that would have been weird. Like, okay, so I, I guess that just kind of leads me into our next category, which is the best death. Like, were there any other than the daughter? I guess that has no. to be right. Like, there were there any others? No. Right? Yeah, not really. No. And you just never know, like, really what's going on, which I, I appreciate. Is that daughter related to anybody? Because she looks very familiar. I don't know. Did you I look her up on I did IMDb? not. I did not. You can certainly do that. Jesus, Michael. That's your but, job. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just thought that. It left a lot to be desired. Yeah, it it end. did leave a lot yeah. to be desired. That's, that's a great way of putting it, Catherine. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. I was saying to Andrew um, earlier, too, like, it's weird that this is even in the same sentence as Get Out and, like, Us, because it doesn't even seem worthy to be in the same sentence. Well, you can see why, like, though, right? I mean, I get the underlying themes, but, like, it's just not the same caliber movie. Yeah. By any means. Yeah. As those other two. Yeah. I don't know who that bitch is. I, I, I do... I do... <laughs> I hate to disparage this movie because I do feel like it is very interesting and original and I feel like it should be viewed by more people other than people that subscribe to Shudder. But with that being said, I do feel like the ending does leave a lot to be desired. Is it so, interesting uh, or original? I think I think it's Dude, did it hold your attention for most of the movie? I don't know if it's original. I think it's I feel a lot like of that's been done incoherent invitation, incoherence. Uh, not not incoherent. Coherent. That's me. I'm incoherent. <laughs> um, not coherence, but imitation. Um, it's culty. There's kill a kill list. There's a bunch of fucking culty yeah, movies. Out I know. The Void. I know. Those movies are all based off of cults. This movie did nothing different. Okay. It did one thing different. Fair it enough. It put an interracial couple as the 
main characters. Okay. That's not to disparage the movie. That's just a fact. It didn't do anything different. It just played off a trope. Safe to say this movie would not make sense as a haunted attraction, right? It doesn't make sense as a movie. Yeah, I don't think it would do very well as a haunted attraction. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you could include those uh, ghost girls and, like, I guess the monster at the end, but I feel like if you were to try and understand this movie as a haunted attraction, it would not work very well. You know what ruins Sinister? What's that? The fucking little ghost children came involved. Well, it's funny you say That's, that because yeah. the uh, the guys that we watched in the review, when we were like trying to look for they other referenced. input on this movie, they referenced Sinister. And that's they like Sinister lost. Well, that's them the first thing when I, they no, were but like. But it's more than that. It's the same ghost, house. Ghost children. It's yeah. the VHS right. the, uh, yeah. attic. It's a ghost children s- make more sense in that movie than they do in this. I don't. Understand. Yeah, but you don't need them. Yeah. I don't like them. They ruin the movie. Yeah, right. just yeah. keep it I, weird. Keep it. I understand. It's just like a pop of flair. Like yeah. they just added like a little element in that they didn't need. It's like yeah. this extra. Just yeah. better, make a better plot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They put too many toppings on it's the It's a Sunday. fucking, yeah. it's a boring ending of a movie. It bothers me so bad because See, it could have been so much better. I don't think it's a boring better. ending. I think it doesn't make sense. I think they should have fleshed it out more. That's what I think. I don't think it was boring. I think it wasn't I boring. Done, I could have made a better ending. They needed like another enough, half hour to explain more stuff. Catherine. Yeah. Do you have, is there one, an MVP of this movie? I like Malik through the whole thing. I think I my heart goes out to him, and I think that he's a good character, and he's doing his own interior battles, and like he's he goes through a lot during it. So I think he's definitely the, he's the he's trying to save the future thing. generations. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Andrew, what about you? To me, this movie had no MVP. Yeah. Every character was equally as important in the. Grand, grand scheme of yeah, things. They didn't. Yeah. It didn't. It just. It's. That's what bothers. <sighs> I guess if I had to pick one, I would agree with Cat, and it would be Malik. But yeah, but can you barely sense, pick one? Like, oh my God, barely, barely, barely yeah, barely, one. barely. Yeah, because nothing really. Happened. I actually really liked the guy, the ghost guy that ran over the bridge. I still don't know uh, what's up awesome. with him, but he was yeah, just scary. That was, that was like, the scariest part of the whole movie, and <laughs> it had no explanation. No, it was like, hey, here's a scary scene. Yes, <laughs> enjoy, and now go back to the original. And movie. And I actually liked the moment where. Um, well, I mean, could it be wait. said that that guy on the bridge was trying to keep them in the town? Like, he's that sure. guy that yeah. has to keep them from leaving? Because they were essentially... That, that's where it kind of reminded me of a uh, little bit of that show you guys have been watching, uh, the Lovecraft one. Oh, Lovecraft oh. Country. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Similar. To, a little bit. Yep. You know, you can't leave. Um, the other here. The other part I thought was scary was when Malik saw the picture of the kid that was um, dating... Uh, or like, Tyler? Whatever I forget his name with the curly hair that yeah, never yeah. that never aged. One looks like James picture. Dean. Yes, and he saw a picture like smoking cigarettes, thirty driving years the red before, car, and he was the like, same yeah. age, and yeah. like that moment was just like, whoa, yeah, he's the same. Like kid. Aaron, Aaron finally plugs the tape in, and he sees that, and he's like, holy shit, yeah, Malik was right, and then all of a sudden it's too late, right? And yeah. there's a random VHS on the ground yeah. under the desk. It's <laughs> not explained why it's yeah. there. Yeah, so he just picks it up and plays it. <laughs> I would ask both of you guys, and I will start here. If is if this movie is deserving of a sequel, I would love to see the mythology of this family explored further. I don't know that they will, but I feel like I have to say yes here because the original movie does not do a good enough job of describing what is happening. 
with the family. So I think, yeah, I'd like to see a prequel or a sequel, maybe a sequel with what happens with that Middle Eastern family that moves in there. Like maybe, um, like something I'd like happens. more like, of the questions answered. And if there was a yeah. promise of questions being answered about more of like the details of the story, I would see a second one or a first one or mm-hmm. a prequel or whatever. But I mean, I need to know. I need to know the answers to these questions that are. Andrew, just, you're flailing. You yeah, don't agree? Flailing. I agree with none of that. This movie is not <laughs> deserving of sequel because they explained nothing in the first one. So what is to lead me to believe that you're going to explain anything in the second one? You didn't earn shit. You did nothing. It's a boring fucking movie. Sorry, you failed. You missed every mark that there could be made. I also understand that. I yeah. understand that. So It bothers me. Okay. I'm very upset. Fair enough. Fair enough. Guys, any final thoughts on Spiral? I think we've uh, spewed off lots of thoughts. Anything else before we wrap up for the evening? And also, with that being said, for 2020. Um, Catherine. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, it wasn't a bad movie. I thought it was fine. I mean, that's, <laughs> as Mike says, like certain places I like to go. Like, <laughs> Just be definitive. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I thought it was fine. I liked it. Um, I'd say to people, like, definitely check it out. But I think that the ending was a letdown, and there was a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. So that's probably where my sure. kind of hesitant hesitation, hesitant hesitation hesitant would be. Hesitation. <laughs> yes. Thank you for your non-anything My non-anything remark? remark? You, didn't, you didn't say yeah, okay. You just okay. basically said, this is decent. Andrew, like, give your definitive opinion on this Yeah, movie. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What are end, your final it's thoughts? It's the end of 2020, right? And everyone's yep. life is in a fucking spiral. Correct. We're all in a spiral. So if you want to continue that... You said the name of the movie in yeah, the yeah, podcast yeah, about exactly. the movie. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to continue your life into a spiral of bad everything, watch this movie. Okay. Because it fucking sucked. They had so much more they could have done with it, and they failed on every level. Boo, 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 boo. I'm hitting the table... For a point. Emphasism. Okay. While I don't think it was a terrible movie, I think it could have been way better. And I think it's still worth checking out. I mean, if you have Shudder, there's uh, a lot of shit on there that's bad. This is not a bad movie. It's not bad. It's a movie that kind of stumbles towards the end. Stumbles? You mean trips, falls, and smashes? Trips and falls on their face. Racist teeth off the fucking floor? (laughs) Okay, fair enough. That's a little aggressive. (laughs) Just saying. But, I don't know. I would just recommend it. I, I think if in, in a year that has sucked ass, I think you could do worse than Spiral. Yeah. I think you could do definitely worse than Spiral. So, with that being said, uh, unless anybody else has anything else to say about this movie and or this year, we're going to put a bow on this bitch. Andrew, Catherine? That post tied, sealed, fucking on its way. Tied, sealed, delivered. Tied, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. yours. All right, well, here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms, including YouTube and Facebook. Just search for America's uh, Hometown Gross. Horror. Nice burp, loser. God damn it. I you can get also one. find us on Twitter at Hometown Horror. You can find us on Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also shoot us an email. And wish us a happy new year at, happy uh, new year. at hometown horror podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find our show on the following podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you get your shows. 
My name is Mike. Thanks so much for tuning in to this year of America's Hometown Horror, and particularly this episode. I'm joined by Kat and Andrew. Guys, say goodbye to your audience. Cheers! <laughs> say goodbye. Cheers. Blink. Cheers to a Blink. new year, folks. Cheers to a new year. Blink. Bye.